Hello, my sisters. I just want to thank you again for joining the Real Sisters Real Talk podcast. I hope you enjoyed the first two recordings and that you found something meditative for your soul. Today, I want to just do an introduction of the series or the chapter that we'll be talking about. I prefer chapters because that's how I believe we live our lives. We live our lives in chapters. We go from five to 12 and 12 to 16, 16 to 21. And all of these places in our lives for most of us either have been something really exciting or super exciting. And then there's people like myself where some of those places were my most broken places. And that's the first set of chapters that you're going to hear as we enter the village. I wanted to share with you because I'm not going to ask anybody to do something that I'm not willing to do. I am not going to ask for someone to go where I'm not willing to go. And so I'm going to invite you into my story. My story that really prompted me to do this podcast. My story to really finally gain the courage to speak up. But it all started in my brokenness. To be honest, you know, most of you can remember when you were children and there's those happy times. For me, I don't remember the first eight years of my life. It was during those times I was told by my mom before she passed away that I had been sexually abused at the age of two. And for some reason, for some reason, that sexual abuse just felt like it had latched on to me because it had happened so much in my life. Not only did it steal from me the memories of my childhood, but it stole from me the memories of my teenage years. It stole from me the joy because I was abused at two. And then I had an uncle who abused me at eight. And then I had a neighbor who was abusing me until one day I fell down the stairs while my mom was playing cards. And because we lived so close to each other, she heard me and they came and they picked me up. But he had been abusing me and he had been having his daughters to abuse me. And then to go on in life to be abused by men verbally, emotionally, sexually. And when I thought I had found everything in church, yeah, I found something that I wasn't looking for. And that was spiritual abuse. And I have to say that that cut me. It lacerated my soul. It lacerated my heart. It lacerated my trust. And it stole my vulnerability. And if it didn't steal it, it sure as heck silenced it like none other. I feel like I've walked around most of my life and I'm 53 years old in a zombie-like manner, not being able to get in touch with me, not being able to find me, not being able to socialize with myself, not even being able to go deep. I struggled at times with trying to find ways to identify my pain. I was always told, name it. You can't heal from it until you name it. I went through trauma teachings and I went through genitive somatics and I went through so many things in search of me because I had been fragmented. I had been broken into pieces and spread all over in my pain. 
And the most hurtful part of all of this was that I was raising my children in that pain. I was raising my children in a way that I thought I was protecting them. I was actually hurting them. I wasn't giving them the space to live. I wasn't giving them the space to invite joy in. I wasn't giving them the space to experience hurt or pain. I just felt like if mama kept them under her wings or if mama bear had just kept, you know, a a rock in front of the cave that nobody would hurt my children. I wasn't successful at that either because my children were hurt. They were hurt. They suffered some of the same consequences that I did. And then I felt like I failed them. Failure was just another thing added to the pile of the rubbish of the emotions that I was carrying. Yeah, like I said before, I felt like I was walking dirty. But it was at that time in the search of me that I was able to realize through one woman that I I just find her brilliance awesome. And when I met her, I remember the aura that she had in the room as she led a training on storytelling. And I remember sitting there listening to her intently as she told her story, but also wondering, why is she sharing this with us? Why is she starting this class out like this? I didn't understand it, but I was floored. I was enamored. I was curious because a little bit of her sounded like me and my struggle with poverty. And as I listened to her and as I went through this training, I found myself saying to myself, if I could only be like her. Years down the line, she and I would become friends. And it was through this friendship and our working relationship that I began to find myself. She challenged me in some of the smallest ways. And she also gave me invitations to find ways to heal. And the one thing she said to me as I took this trauma and resilience class and I was sitting there and I had been throwing up and gagging and things was just coming up. I couldn't name it, y'all. I couldn't name it. I was angry. I knew I had a whirlwind of emotions going on with me. And even the hurt was stirring back up and I couldn't I couldn't get myself together. And I still felt like I was falling apart, but I still felt like I needed to be out of that mess. <laughs> so I went to her afterwards and I said, this hurts. And with the calmness and the stillness that she always exudes. She said, yeah, healing hurts. And I said. I never would have thought that. She says, I don't know why not. Because when you go through the shards of your life, you're going to get some paper cuts, my sisters. And as we all know, those paper cuts are the things that hurt and it annoy us the most. But with a cut, we never know when we heal. We just know we've healed because the scab is there. Well, I'm here to let you know that I've got some beauty marks called scabs. I've got the scabs, the the indentation in my skin, the marks on my skin from where those scabs were. 
And I used to look at those things and I said, ugh, look at it. And I wanted to change the way that I looked. But what those beauty marks reminded me was that I had changed the way that I looked. I had begun to change my story. And I'm not here to tell you that I'm still not wrestling because I am. I'm not going to tell you that I'm still not in my healing process because I am. But the most beautiful thing about this healing journey is that I have the courage to connect with other sisters like you in this village. And we get to walk this walk together. We get to talk this talk together. We get to speak to one another. We get to speak out loud. We get to turn up the volume, not on our pain, but on our request for healing. And as you listen to the next five chapters in the B word, brokenness, series of real sisters, real talk. And again, I just call them chapters because each one is just a small chapter of our lives or of someone else's life. I pray that you find a deeper curiosity to go within yourself. I pray that you find a deeper curiosity to sit with yourself and remind yourself that even in the midst of our brokenness, we're healing. Reminding ourselves that brokenness and healing can coexist one with another. Reminding ourselves that sometimes we do get to give ourselves permission to sit in the pain. And sometimes we get to give ourselves permission to just get up and walk out that pain. But no matter the place, the stage, the position that you're in, you can be in your house. You can be in a position where you're just beginning to heal. You can be at the beginning stages of this healing. And I just want you to know, my beloved sister, that you are not alone. I must say it again. You are not alone. I pray that these stories, poor love, and acknowledgement in places that feels unlovable and unacknowledged. But I also pray that you reach out to me. You can send me an email. Let's talk to at real sisters real talk at gmail.com. That's real sisters R-E-A-L sisters R-E-E-L talk at gmail.com. We're in the beginning stages, and I do plan to build a community with you, a village with you, so that we can create our safe spaces to put our brokenness at the feet of our other sisters. And look at that beautiful pile and remind ourselves that we have been beautifully broken so that we can be built in ways like none other. And in that brokenness, We found ourselves in that brokenness. We got courage in that brokenness. We took one step in that brokenness. We got curious and in that brokenness, 
we sat with the silent desire to get healed. Sisters, I love you. I love you with the greatest love. And may the rest of your day greet you with the greatest love possible and give you rainbows, giggles, and smiles. Until the next time.